0: Uh, welcome back to the PRV podcast, and welcome back, Jason and Will. It's been a while.
1: <laughs> Hello. I'm pretty sure
0: this time last year was our last one we did together, or something like that.
1: Something like that. Uh, I, I, I think maybe it might even be longer for me. I think last one I did was probably the Ultra Mono One at Wax and Beans. So.
0: Or the Royal Blood one, maybe. Oh,
1: Royal Blood in April. I forgot about that.
0: But yeah, uh, oh, it's been. I think we said this time last year that maybe next year we won't be in this mess. Still are. Are.
1: <laughs> Luckily, speaking of this mess, though, I've been given the gift of antibodies in the form of my booster jab today. So, get your boosters. I, I had a heart attack.
0: Then I thought you were going to say I've had a gift in the form of getting COVID.
1: No, nope, oh no, I, I've, I've been over that scare already. Miraculously, I've somehow not caught it, despite a bunch of me and my partner's friends all getting it.
2: Ah. Yeah, I had it nice. and
0: just had a headache for about ten minutes. And then I was stuck in a room for ten days.
1: Yeah, that was the bit I wasn't looking forward to about having it. But luckily, did not.
0: Well, one of my one of my ten days re- revolved around waiting for the new the new No Way Home trailer coming out, and I stayed up until about two in the morning to wait for it to be released.
1: That is totally fair.
0: And, uh, so that can tie into what we're going to talk about today because we're going to be finally reviewing No Way Home. Oh yeah, finally.
1: Been a long time coming. Uh, when did the annu- yes. when did when did they announce that there were going to be like old villains in it? Cuz I think it was 2019, right?
0: I think there was rumors that Alfred Millie, ages ago, I think Jamie Fox got recast in it as Electro.
1: Yeah. And yeah. They,
0: put a, they put I'm not going to say what the poster is cuz that ended up being a bit of a spoiler for the actual film, so everyone sort of then started to guess what was going to happen. It, it was not long after um no way. What was it called, the original? Far the second home. one. Far From yeah. Home. And, uh, yeah, so he got cast in that, and then Alfred Molina got cast in that as well. He just came out and said that he was in it.
1: Aye, yeah.
0: And then, of course, there was the wonderful surprise in the trailer of uh, the Goblin Pumpkin Bomb, which took me by surprise.
1: Yeah, I, I, was, I was not expecting that when it first came around, I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah,
2: because... Just, just the whole release of it. It's, you know, it's. We're going to be doing a kind of a, a spoiler-free review first, or as spoiler-free
0: it's, as possible. Yeah,
2: yeah, because because it's very difficult to kind of figure out what is actual officially uh, being released and the amount of leaks. Well, uh, th- this yeah. mu- this this must be one of the kind of most leaked films, or
0: I was thinking um, that because there's a new Doctor Strange film that's out next year, yeah. and we know nothing about that at all. Yes, yeah, because no one yeah. cares
1: about Doctor Strange.
0: Hello? I think this new Doctor <laughs> Strange film. I think it's still going to be the one that changes my attitude about him.
1: I'm, I'm just being inflammatory. I'm sure it's. Probably,
0: I'm sure it's good. <laughs> so uh, after what is it three delays? So, Spider Man. Yeah, 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 what did we all, yeah. What did we all think about it?
1: Uh, I'll start. I've got some notes if you want.
2: Absolutely, go ahead.
1: Yeah, so I was already a fan of the sort of trio of Tom Holland, Zendaya, and Jacob battalion i want to say uh and Mm, they they all kill it once again in this film it's all all excellent the chemistry's there i love it in fact there's so much chemistry that me and my partner are convinced that they've got more of a throuple dynamic going on than a friendship dynamic but (laughs) you know what that's just me and her but yeah particularly between like Tom Holland and Zendaya, you know, like I think that's probably helped by them being together in real life as well. So
0: I was reading today, Amy Pascal, the president of Sony uh, films, give them a lecture about not to fall in love with each other while in these films. They misunderstood <laughs> the assignment because of what happened with Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone in the original, in, not in the original, in the Amazing Spider Man films. True. And I think Tom Maguire and Kirsten Dunst also had a bit of a fling when they did the original trilogy. Oh, it's, so spider it's happened on, it happened
1: on
2: every single Spider-Man it's, film now.
1: It's it's just that's the spider pheromones for you.
2: Yeah. There we <laughs> go. But, that, um, that, that that's how I attracted Carla. I put on a spider suit. <laughs> <laughs> so Turned
1: all of my partners.
2: <laughs> and, like, cl- cl- like, crawling around on the, on the ceiling. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you love me Date yet? me!
2: <laughs> Please date me! <laughs>
1: that
0: is... Releasing your spider webs.
1: <laughs> That's actually a horrifying mental image. I mean... Actually, <laughs> I Actually,
0: I read a fact about Spider-Man this week um, with the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Because his web is organic, the only place the web should come from is his nipples or arse. Oh, I think that that would have been. um, Or his penis, because they're the only parts in your body that have natural holes where things leave.
1: Oh, we're so So imagine
0: him swinging through New York just by his nipples.
1: (laughs) The POV podcast, highbrow cinema analysis.
0: (laughs) Anyway, back to No Way Home. So, (laughs) uh,
1: episode twenty-four. What if Spider-Man swung (laughs) by his nipples and penis? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, But yeah, I agree with what Will said about the main trio of the film I think they had great chemistry and they have done throughout the whole
2: this yeah.
0: whole is it the homecoming trilogy should we call it the home trilogy
2: the, the home trilogy yeah, yeah.
1: Chris Stuckman I'm not
0: lie. thinking about it this is probably one of my favourite trilogies of all time because each one's just been yeah. really really good though I think if, this
1: is the best of the three in my opinion Oh, definitely like, I think
0: yeah. this one and all the villains have been really good in each one and it's quite rare for a Marvel film
1: yeah, to have villains to have that you care watchable.
0: About. I think in a, I think one in every like four Marvel films has a good villain. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's, then, that's... and, and Spider Man's batting three for three.
0: Yeah, because like <laughs> Michael Keaton was absolutely terrifying in Do you know, Homecoming.
1: This isn't a spoiler. I thought he was going to appear in this. Me and me too, because he, he into... we were, were convinced he was going to appear in this.
0: But um, yeah, and then Jake Gyllenhaal was great in Far From Home. I
1: think yeah, and then uh, yeah. I think this leads me on oh, to the second point. It's not really a spoiler, right? They were in the trailer. The villains in this, so good. So good to see yeah. them again.
0: Did you... Oh, I won't say... I'll say what I was going to say, actually, for the next part. Because uh, I found out a few things about how they filmed it uh, during COVID. Yeah. So, uh, But even like the villains that weren't in it a lot were good fun. because I, I actually yeah. quite like Reece Liffans as uh, as Lizard in this film.
1: Right. Yeah, Even though
0: yeah. he only had a, he only had like a, a handful of lines. He, he's yeah. Great. I I always find him really watchable.
1: He did have one line that actually did make me chuckle. Where it was like, "No way, she's his girlfriend."
0: <laughs> yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> no I, all... I like the dynamic of all five villains. Like, mm. was, obviously, you've seen the bit in the trailer where they're all stuck in the the prison, the holding cell. Doctor Stra- that Doctor Strange has done. Yeah. But um, I'm just gonna go and say it. This is probably one of my favourite film experiences of all time at the cinema.
1: No, I was gonna say as well, I saw it probably not great given the current circumstances, but ignoring that, I did see it in a fairly crowded cinema with social distancing in place and it was still good. It was still very mm. still very I, I um, went very
0: good. I went to a half nine showing
1: in oh, the morning.
0: Yeah. And I did the same mistake I did for Avengers Endgame. Oh, it'll be, I thought, quiet, it'll be quiet, it'll be quiet. It'll be quiet, and then it was it was three quarters full, pretty much. And there was just like a fun little buzz yeah.
1: in yeah, the no, cinema. And I've
0: not, I, I only really experienced that at the cinema when, there's like, when the Force Awakens came out.
1: Yeah, me and, and, uh, yeah. Me and my partner. The Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. Me and my partner went to see it at 7.15, but I don't think we were under any misapprehension that it would be anything other than very busy at that time of day. But no, like, it, was, it was so good seeing all of the villains like in it again. You know, I think, in particular, Willem Dafoe. Proper stealing every single scene he was in. Like I can't deny it. He was just yeah. killing it. Um,
2: he's but... just so good. I think he's in one of my favourite actors of all time, Willem Dafoe. Uh,
1: he's just he's... so fucking weird, but in the best way. I'll, I'll he, he, consider...
2: he's like, every role he's in, he, he always kind of goes kind of full hog. He never kind of dials it back. It's all, he just gets proper into it. Not, not all kind of like weird Methody acting thing. It's just Willem Dafoe. I think
0: no one else could ever play Green Goblin. No, no, no. (laughs) And they tried. They tried. Take that, Dane (laughs) DeHaan. And it was rubbish. Not saying Dane DeHaan's not a bad actor. That's the annoying thing. He's a really good actor. Dane
1: DeHaan is a good actor, and they somehow completely butchered the Green Goblin.
0: <laughs> but uh, it's sort of like the Joker, and he sort of made it his own.
1: Yeah, um, Heath Ledger, man, he just he just took that role for himself, I think. And I think Will, uh, did the same thing with the Green Goblin.
0: I think another great performance in this film was Alfred Molina. Yes, again as, as Doc yes. Ock.
2: Again, uh, uh, he, he uh, the, made me the, feel very a very similar case. Like you know, they, they've come back to, uh, to, a, to a franchise which they haven't been in kind of for 10-15 years. And it's like they've never left. Yeah, it's, they definitely. literally just go straight back into it, like
1: absolutely.
2: It's yeah. It's it's like the... The, it's literally like the, uh, they, they filmed it weeks apart. It's, mm. it's, it's 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 actually brilliant because you know you, um, you, you get you get a lot of cases where they they bring back um, people from other franchise other franchises just because of the nostalgia hit. Yeah. This 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 idea that we'll bring we'll bring them back for a couple of minutes just so they can say their catchphrase and it's all it's all done. Yeah. Give me the money and leave. But 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 these but but these two they they kind of feels like they actually did want to come back. They they wanted to kind of relive those characters again. So um, you see, and Willem, Defoe said, br-
0: Willem Defoe said yeah. he wouldn't come back unless he could do his own stunts as well.
2: Which, which is great. It's it's That's, very Willem Dafoe yeah. to say that.
1: That is super impressive as well, considering that he's like getting on now, right? He's, he's
0: nearly like, seventy. Yeah, but he's he's one of those actors where he kind of doesn't really look his age. No,
1: Willem Dafoe not at is all. Uh, he's secretly he's got a very, um, he's, he's secretly an eternal, not a Marvel eternal. Yeah. He's just an eternal being. He's actually been <laughs> he's around got, forever.
0: He just looks ambiguous, doesn't he? You <laughs> probably if you looked at him, you'd probably say he was like between fifty and seventy years old. Yeah. But I, I you genuinely couldn't tell.
1: And and has looked that way his entire life for some reason.
0: Yeah. Even in like Mississippi Burning and yeah. stuff like that, which is like in the eighties. <laughs> he, he, he just he's just always looked the same.
1: Nah, big time. And it was like it was so good to see him in this. Like just I I do kind of wish we got to see a little more of the goblin suit, but it was still good to see him in that.
0: Yeah, that was a um, a bit disappointing.
1: He I also, wasn't in. Um... Actually, I think I can probably so this is a fair and balanced review. Now I can say this without it being too much of a spoiler because we know he's in it. The reveal of him being Norm is kind of a bit quick. I don't know if that makes sense, but I remember yeah. watching it and thinking like, so you see him very briefly on the bridge, and then like you know Peter gets like whatever zapped, and then the next time we see him, he's just not got his mask on. And it's just he's just there, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah, because
0: I remember when I was I little, when I it. when I saw him in that suit when I was about ten years old, it was genuinely a scary villain.
1: Yeah, and then you look at it now, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> he,
0: he did have some um, great lines, I think, in it because I think that's the what he yeah. does so great because I think there's a bit in it where he, he switches his character and he says Norman's on sabbatical now.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: he just goes when he goes like full goblin mode, and I was just like. Okay, here we fucking go.
1: Full goblin <laughs> Is, mode will be me on Christmas Day this year with the pigs.
2: And to be fair, like William Dafoe doesn't really need a mask to portray the Green Goblin mode because no. it's William Dafoe, and he can just switch it. You know, when he switches from Norm to the Green Goblin, it's yeah. just it's so what, seamless.
0: What I what I liked about this film, what it did, was that it kept the because Doc Ock's always been quite. You, you feel sorry for him, don't you? Because it's not.
1: Yeah.
0: Um his tentacles have ruined his mind and stuff like that, which what happens in um, Spider-Man two, which came out 20 years ago. So I think we're allowed to uh, yeah, say yeah. that. And then, <laughs> Spoilers for Spider-Man he, two. <laughs> <laughs> but he, like, some parts in that with him just gave me goosebumps yeah. and genuinely made me well up. I don't normally well up at superhero films, but that's, that's, what this film did so well, yeah. there was so many characters. Each one had like their own characteristic and you saw the flaws.
1: That was the third point I had written down at the end of my spoiler-free section, actually, which is it's possibly the only other Marvel film I've found to be, like, genuinely affecting after Guardians 2. Like, as in, other Marvel films make me feel emotions, but largely when I watch a Marvel film, it's the equivalent of going to McDonald's, right? You know, it's like, you know, it's not highbrow it's not complicated you watch it because it gives you a bit of a chuckle and you sort of you just enjoy it because it's a bit of fun but like this film is like affecting in a way because and again we'll get more into this in like the spoiler sections but peter gets fucked in this film he gets fucked hard by like (laughs) everything is out to get him and it's like the whole world's after him as are several other worlds, and it's like so intense <laughs> and it never like lets up for pretty much the entire runtime and yeah, I just I think that's the only time that I've felt like genuine sort of emotions other than he he talking rockman funny, if you get what I mean like or uh, angry space grape do genocide, you know it's like <laughs> I, I felt genuine emotion watching it, which is unusual for the MCU I'm not gonna lie.
0: So what did we think of Tom Holland in this film? Because the first two, I thought I thought he's been good. Absolutely. But he's never really been able to show off his range. We got a glimpse of it at the end of Infinity War, you know, yeah. when he gets dusted away in that. And uh, yeah. in this one, I, I actually believed he was
1: uh, he, Peter Parker. He fucking killed it. He was good as Spider-Man and as Peter Parker. Yeah, like, I, I think
0: it's safe to say that these films were more of an origin trilogy and the yeah. next lot of films we're going to get are going to be Spider-Man films.
1: No, yeah, no, he fucking killed it in this film, as far as I'm concerned. I think it's the best I've seen him as Spider-Man. I'm not going to say the best I've seen him. I haven't seen enough of his, of his other films yet.
0: I'm trying to think what other films I've seen him in, actually. Onward. <laughs> <laughs> Onward, yeah. He was in a film called The Lost City of Zed or something like that. I
1: haven't set in that. The Amazon.
0: It's actually quite a good film.
1: But no, yeah, he was very, very good in this. I very much enjoyed watching him.
0: Yeah, but I like how every single character gets a moment in it.
1: Mm, mm.
0: Yeah. And I think that's what John Watts has done really well in the whole of this trilogy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, feel like, um, I feel like he came into his own a bit more this time around. I've not. He's found... obviously
0: been told he can do what he wanted, I think. Yeah,
1: I've not found his directorial style to be particularly noteworthy, if you get what I mean, which sounds a bit harsh, but I mean, as in, like, there's nothing distinctive about it that makes me think oh i'm watching a john watts film if you know what i mean it's like um yeah i think
0: these are i think these are his like his biggest film. he might have done some other stuff i don't know much about him but everything in his films feels quite natural
1: yeah but like, like, or, was, like yeah
0: the characters yeah. in it feel like the school students are not uh written for like written for adults pretending to be school students
1: yeah
0: which is what the first two spider-man franchises were like weren't mm. really, it because Tover Maguire was, what, 30 what, in a fo- Spider-Man 1?
1: The 45-year-old man who's still at college. <laughs> he's,
0: at, um, <laughs> he's at school. And then Andrew Garfield just did not look like um, a student either.
1: No, absolutely not. But no, um, but- I think actually just sort of another, spo- another spoiler-free thing, because it was in the trailer. It's pretty refreshing to get a adaptation, a version of Spider-Man, like a film, where everyone knows who he is. It's kind of interesting. Like I don't I don't know if we've ever had uh, that before, but um, no, it was like it's been pretty cool. I have thought to sort of have like a film where everyone sort of knows who he is. I think it added kind of some interesting dimensions to the Spider Man. Yeah, movie,
0: uh, absolutely. And speaking of another actor who can only play this character, it was nice to see uh, J.K. Simmons back
1: as a yes. Yeah, An Alex yeah. Jones style. Yeah, the, the Alex Jones, J. Jonah <laughs> <laughs> Jameson. Yeah, the yeah. Info Wars retooling of the Daily Bugle is actually one of the smartest things I've seen in a MCU film. Like, I think there was no other way to do the Daily Bugle in the modern era than to do it like Alex Jones.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, I just thought it was a really nice touch.
1: Yeah,
0: like just taking the Mickey out of this absolute
1: swine of a human. <laughs> Does anyone have any other spoiler-free stuff?
2: uh i just, just that it's well balanced um you know the, the issue of spider-man 3 you kind of have the original trilogy is you know they, they have a kind of two or three villains and it's not balanced yeah. well it's it's very messy um and this one has got kind of a step up it's it's got five villains yeah, and then they balance it very well now there are a couple of kind of villains that have kind of front and center there are a couple that are in the back have kind of in the back that don't have too much to uh to add to it, but kind it, of on the whole, you know, you've got quite quite a few, quite a few heroes, quite a few villains. It's very well balanced. Um, yeah, so, yeah.
0: I think Doc Ock and Green Goblin were always going to be like the front and center of yeah. the of the villains in this, just because yeah, the they're too good to not. Do it. So the other three, I could understand that they were just going to sort of sideline. Maybe not Electro, because he was the sort of instigator of quite a lot of things in the film, yeah. isn't he?
1: That's it. Yeah, I was going to say, I quite liked this version of Electro. Um, it was kind of nice to sort of... Well, not nice. It was interesting to see him sort of, like, be a bit more proactive and display some sort of leadership, almost. And also, he was funny in this film. Like... Uh, Electro was a really funny character I thought I, I, I'm
0: just going to pretend I'm still here at new. No. I am
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sandman by
0: <laughs> so, uh, go, Going back to the villain thing Do you think spider mans like essentially The Batman of Marvel Where when you think of Marvel Villains and yeah. DC villains yeah. Most of the villains you think of come from those uh, Franchises
1: Yeah I think Spider-Man is easily The biggest Marvel character like, cause absolutely, me and you both loved him growing up. I think there's probably many a story of me going to some sort of event as a child with a Spider-Man outfit on under my clothes. Yeah, so, you used to um, run around going. Yeah, Spider-Man's <laughs> cool as shit. I'm not ashamed.
0: I remember our granddad took us to Toy Master and bought him that outfit once when he was looking after us one day. Ah. Thanks, granddad. Remember, do you remember Toy Master being a thing?
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: It's. It's still a but thing, There's, there is still one in Hanover. So Wow. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I'm pretty, Spider-Man's
0: like one of those things. I used to watch the cartoons when I was little. And
2: yeah, I used to watch the cartoons. I was more of a fan of X-Men, um, but it was always an X-Men, Spider-Man, Double Bill. So And both
0: of those so. cartoons that were on Saturday morning, they're all on Disney Plus now, so I might go back and watch the a couple of the Spider-Man ones, because there is a Spider-Verse cartoon in that.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, well, like, all these Peter Parkers and it was before it got cancelled. So they knew they were going out and uh, they knew they were going out and they decided to do this massive three part uh, story arc where it was a spider. It's called Spider Wars or something like that. Sp- yeah. So was, like, all, these diff- all these different Peter Parkers and stuff like that. Damn, son. But um, my only crit- one of the few criticisms I have about this film, it f- probably might have benefited a bit more from the being it being the fourth Spider-Man film. The fourth? Yeah, if something had sort of been in between, where they could actually have a Peter and MJ in love sort of film.
1: Yeah, 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 that would have been nice. Well,
0: Maybe not have like a massive villain, but sort of because at the end of Homecoming, they were were building up um, Scorpion when Vulture's in prison, Mm. which sort of would have hinted at a Sinister Six type film. So maybe if you had like a a Vulture-Scorpion team up, because everyone really liked Michael Keaton as a villain.
1: Oh, he he killed it. That was one. That was one of the best Marvel uh, villains.
0: Yeah. So if they would had like a more grounded Spider-Man film, so like all oh, the characters get to sort of, start, well, maybe yeah. weight focuses more on Peter Parker than Spider-Man, because uh, Vulture yeah. knows his um, uh, identity, doesn't he?
1: Yeah.
0: But
2: yeah, if if I... if, if if I had to kind of, if I if I had say kind of one negative is the the first half isn't as good as the second half. Yeah, um, it, it sort of
0: the first half like, sort of goes at like 100 miles an hour.
2: Yeah. It's, it's,
0: I, I didn't think it was bad. There's other films that have done it much, much worse, like yeah, Batman
2: but, um, versus
0: Superman,
1: for example. Uh,
2: like. <laughs> well, why would, you, why would you say that name? <laughs> why would you say that <laughs> why name? Why did you say that name? And
1: everyone just switched off. No one's listening after <laughs> this point. I do have criticisms, but they lean into spoiler territory, so I'll I'll wait.
2: Yeah. So, can we okay. move on to talk the <laughs> It's also a good score as well. Um, oh God,
0: yeah, yeah. I, yeah I've listened to it on Spotify because there's few li- moments in that film where I got goosebumps, and I think you'll yeah, know yes. why when we move on to the spoiler bits.
2: Oh yes, it's like I, I a was, bit of
0: music I was really, really excited to hear again.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was. I was. I uh, was kind of while I was at work, I was put on the whole soundtrack, and uh, there, there were there were moments where I'm like, oh, oh, goosebumps. But, um, one Aww.
0: bit I did really like before we move on <laughs> the to tingles the song, <laughs> with the music, the Jason tingles. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um,
0: a couple of months with the soundtrack, I really like because I know the Amazing Spider-Man Two is quite not bad, but it's not a great film,
2: is it? it does but it has, soundtrack. Soundtrack. It, has yeah. so it has a great
0: soundtrack. It has a great soundtrack. So
2: has a great soundtrack. Yeah, there's a reference Hans Zimmer did a really be, cool
0: yeah. electro suite with yeah. sort of like dubstep and rock music, sort of infused. I think Johnny Marr plays the guitar on it, yeah. stuff like that. And when Electro appeared, they sort of like did a little throwback to that and. Did this massive like beat noise, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. here we fucking go!"
1: Yeah, I, I heard that in the cinema as well, and I was like, "Hey, I remember that." That's because like, me and me
0: and Willard, we, I've got um, hands in Alive at Prague on uh, Blu-ray, and he plays that, and it's it's a really good moment, and I think quite a lot of the times when we're out driving, we'll put that uh, particular bit of music on,
1: especially on long drives because it's like eleven minutes long or some shit like that. Like it's it's yeah. a long piece of music, so it soaks up some time. But so yeah, I, I mean, think we, we should now yeah. move
0: on This is a, the 10 second warning You haven't seen <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home I think we've yeah. done quite well I was say, Especially we've, me we've got about, I'm quite
1: we've got renowned for spoiling films We've got 25 minutes almost Of spoiler free content So like There's plenty to go out there if you've not seen it yet But if you haven't seen it yet Come back when you've seen it And listen to the rest Yes. So spoilers eh
0: <laughs> yes so one bit was spoiled for me that i didn't know anything about okay uh so on the morning i, w- I went on twitter i'd muted everything just because i was like we knew some things were going to oh, happen it did so
1: it slip through your filter
0: it did and though the one word i had not uh muted was daredevil
1: oh um, ah, so yes so
0: someone had filmed a clip of daredevil in the scene so i was like that was like charlie cox Wait a minute. It is Charlie it Cox. It is Charlie <laughs> <laughs> um, I, so I was like, oh I was like, oh, what bit from Daredevil? Wait a minute, that's wait Spider-Man. A
1: minute. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was at a complete loss during that scene because I've not seen Daredevil. So um, my partner led over to me and was like, why is everyone going like, whoa, 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 look at that. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> quite, a of,
0: quite a lot of people. Because I, I, I saw it first out of probably all of our friends, I think. So I was like there was three bits that I really 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 liked in this film and my mate was like I, I was aware there might be two bits but she was like what was the third one and I was like you're gonna have to wait and see and she hadn't seen Daredevil uh, so yeah. it's was completely wasted so I was like oh right okay
2: yeah I I, I haven't seen Daredevil either but I, I knew it was Daredevil but I was like oh that's cool
0: yeah Will was yeah. Like, when I talked to Will about it Will was like so who was the blind guy and I was like
1: no, I had, had kind of clocked that he was blind But I just thought it was like A sort of side character I'd not heard of
0: It's yeah. not that nice to be nice and inclusive It was finally like a character with a disability in the, And he's in the, in the for MCU. Like
1: two minutes <laughs> <laughs>
0: that, But I was buzzing just because I was like Yes
1: Denival, was I, mean, like, yeah.
0: Confirmation I felt like that Captain in Holt In um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine It was like vindication, vindication. <laughs> And speaking of vindication Of certain things happening in this film when we finally finally saw it after months and months of uh, speculation uh who was your favorite reveal
1: honestly right in my opinion andrew garfield jumping through the portal that really did it for me that really did it for me and actually really liked Andrew Garfield in this film. I think he proper, he prop, proper was the be- best. Yeah. I think he
2: was the best, best thing in the film for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's, he, it was just, he kind of just was just so good. Um, and again, it's, it's another person who's come back and, you know, after his time as, as Spider-Man, um, he was treated quite poorly, you know, the poorly written films the fans were like oh the thing is,
0: those films were were poorly written but he was great in them i think
2: he was great yeah. in them um I, I
0: think he before this film with tom holland he's been my favorite actor to be spider-man he wasn't a great peter parker but I'd, i think yeah, as I'd, spider-man
2: but I'd, i think he was an okay peter but he was a different peter parker um but he, he was just so he was so good in this and um you know, I've I've seen on Twitter that there's there's a lot of love for Andrew Garfield. was like, where were you seven years ago? Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah.
0: <But> then <laughs> we would. Uh, we need to talk about the OG uh, coming back.
1: Yeah, Toby Maguire just candidly stepping through the portal and being like, "You're right." I half expected I, him to say pizza time. It was so casual. Pizza time. <laughs> I was Like I was like, just pizza time.
0: <laughs> I loved it just because of how understated it was. Because I'd seen like a leaked picture of uh, Doctor Strange, being yeah. been like. I've got another one, and then like a portal opened in the sky, and then he swings through in full Spider-Man suit.
1: Let's let's, um, let's be real, right? Toby Toby Maguire didn't need an introduction. Everyone loves Toby Maguire, so I was glad that they gave the big build-up introduction uh, to Andrew Garfield because I feel like he really deserved it. Like he he was oh, the guy needed so an Oscar
0: good. for his entire year. Every, every interview yeah. he's done, they've asked him if he's going to be in Spider Man, and he's just been like, Nope.
1: Oh, he, lo- yeah. he looked so fucking done by the end. Of, by by the time that <laughs> yeah. he, stood out, he was just like, Just believe what you fucking want, man. I don't care. Yeah, like, <laughs> I felt I've just, bad. For him.
0: I've, I've, I think he's a great actor, Andrew Garfield.
1: Yeah, you yeah. know, he. The, the, all of them are excellent, though. Like, all three of the Spider-Men that appear in... It was nice to see fantastic. Tobey
0: Maguire a bit, a bit more quippy than he was in the original trilogy. And a bit more mature, yeah.
1: as well. And a slightly deeper voice, which really threw me off at first. I was like, you don't yeah, sound I, I like thought him. That. I was like,
0: <laughs> But I think my favourite parts in this film were his and Alfred Molina's interaction.
1: Yes, big time.
0: When <laughs> they saw each other and he realised that Alfred Molina's... um. He was, he was good again. And Alfred Melina just says, my dear boy. And I was like, oh, no. that's, was <laughs> that,
1: that's the first point in my good stuff on the spider." And, and, and
0: when he says, um, when he says, how are you doing? He says, trying to do better. And that's one of the first things he says to yeah. Otto in Spider-Man 2.
1: I'm so glad that he didn't undo all of Doc Ock's development from the end of Spider-Man 2. Like His introduction kind of makes you believe that they're heading in the direction of him just being a villain. But he pretty much becomes an ally about what a quarter of the way into the film, like yeah, like that is that's the best way they could have done it. I think if they just had him be a villain and he was just bad again, that would have just been an absolute uh, disservice. To I like the little bait
0: and switch at the end though, when he pretends to be a villain to help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Peter two and Peter three, and I'll,
2: he's like, I will say though that. Because uh, th- 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 I kind of expected Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield to turn up for the last five minutes. To they go got, a f- they yeah. got a
0: lot of screen it, time. They got a lot. It was literally yeah. the
2: second half of the film, and it, again, we've said it with uh, on the on the spoiler-free review. Kind of uh, William Dafoe and um, Alfred Molina came back, and they put a lot into the to the character and the role. It's the same with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Um, th- you know, th- there's been a lot of time since now and their original yeah. uh, films but they've come back and they just it feels like they just never left.
1: That's a good uh, point actually. I think they actors of... that are...
0: yeah. I, th- I think they are all actors that appreciate the roles and what it did for their careers kind of thing.
1: I'm glad you mentioned them having a lot of screen time though because that was something I forgot to mention about the villains. Is that I was glad that the villains were in pretty much the whole film. Like, yeah. I was really glad that they got like a lot of screen time like even the ones who don't and I'll get to that later. They're all in the film for quite a lot of it. And I'm glad that they didn't just yeah. sort of be like, oh, here's Sandman for five minutes and then he's gone. Like no, yeah. they're all they're all in what
0: it. What I did like is they're not villainous straight away, with the exception of Green Goblin. They're all just a bit like, We're acting like this because we don't know where the hell we are. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's like a fear response. And then
0: when 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 Pete is like, I'm gonna put you in prison and then I'm gonna send you to die, and they act exactly how anybody would in that scenario. <laughs> oh, yeah, just like,
1: wow, not cool, spider bro. Uh, <laughs> No, that's, but, uh, that's
0: that's true. Yeah. So when we we spoke about emotional moments in the spoiler-free review, and then I think the most emotional moment is uh, Aunt May being killed off.
1: Yes, yes. Yes. That 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 killed me as well. I'm actually a ghost now. That that it <laughs> too much for me to handle.
0: That was the moment where I was like, Tom Holland's a really good actor.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was like because, reassuring her
0: at the end. Yeah, because like he knows what's going to happen.
2: I'm literally stuff getting goosebumps like as as you mentioned. Yeah. Like just it was like, just, just, it was
0: the whole reassuring thing. but he's just like, "You're going to be fine. I'm going to we're going to all be fine and stuff like that." And it's like the character knows what's going to happen, and May knows what's going to happen. And I thought she was really good. So unfortunately, I really needed the toilet when that bit happened. What oh, no. I, I I came in I, I, with the aftermath of that bit, so like, I forgot to the toilet now. I won't miss Andrew Garfield <laughs> and Toby Maguire being revealed. So like, I came in, and got like a rough idea of what uh, it was like. But I think she was a really she was obviously not being in um, the, the film a lot. So did you? She miss, was great because
1: did you miss sorry, the thing on. that actually kills her?
0: She gets stabbed, doesn't she? Because I looked. She, on get, which she gets hit
1: by the goblin glider. Yeah, a lot like uh, the right. goblin was so killed once previously. again. Yeah, father figures and parental figures being killed by the glider. <laughs> Oh, that but, um, fucking glider.
0: She sets up the whole theory of like being like the friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man and just helping people no matter what.
1: Yeah. Because um, like
0: the first thing she does to the person who eventually kills her is she wants to help him straight away.
1: Can we like also appreciate the fact that Aunt May is like in these films is fucking like badass as shit. Like no hate to the other Aunt May iterations, but like <laughs> To the boring Aunt May. But, no, no, but like this version of her. And like Uncle Ben is like never mentioned, so as far as I can tell, maybe there is no Uncle Ben in this universe. She's just Uh,
0: there is because in Far From Home, he's got a suitcase that says B Parker on it.
1: Ah, right. But either way, she's she's just a woman surviving on her own and doing the best that she can to like raise somebody who'll put good in the world. And like Uncle Ben is never in these films, and it's nice that Aunt May kind of gets to sort of be the one who influences peter fully if you get what i mean like obviously it's, yeah. it's it's sad that she died i'm sad that she became tom holland's peter's uncle ben yeah, yeah but and the, and the,
0: she had to though didn't she because yeah the, when does that conversation with all the spider-men they're all talking about the loss <sighs> Just and so stuff good. like that and Just the so one good. bit that actually got to me was when andrew garfield catches mj
1: I was going to say when she, yeah when she
0: falls off the scaffolding. That and it's literally was,
1: yeah that was one of everyone, the moments that actually made me in, like in well, the well.
0: screen I was in <sighs> everyone cheered again. Like, everyone cheered because it was like the character you finally got to saw the character redeem himself
1: well that's, obviously his third film was cancelled yeah that's another thing I was thinking is that I think this film managed to build on the stories of the previous iterations in a way that felt really tasteful to me like it didn't feel uh, like didn't feel like they were doing too little or too much it nearly teetered into it when I thought they were going to kill Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Though I was like, "Yeah, don't, oh my God!" No. I had a heart attack. <laughs> I was that like, day. "You're not allowed. <laughs> this is not your Spider-Man Stop But now, no,
0: what? What, I'm, what I loved about it is like Andrew Garfield was really believable in it when he had that look of relief on his face. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. know what? It, Then it, it, all it he makes... does, oh. it, all he does, is he, he asks her if is she okay.
1: I was saying yeah. to my, I was saying to my partner actually that. There are so many other Marvel films that would have played that moment where Andrew Garfield wells up after he caught MJ for jokes because MJ doesn't know why he would be reacting like that. But I'm quite glad that they just played that bit straight and just let him have yeah. that moment where he gets to kind of feel that relief that he never had because he never got to save his Gwen. Um, and... I think that was that was a nice touch. I feel like they could have quite easily undercut that bit and it would have been really annoying, but they let it. they just played it straight best
0: way to do it yeah it's just little moments like that that you don't get in a lot of these Marvel films yeah but I think because it's a Spider-Man film everyone seems to whenever a new Spider-Man film comes out everyone's just like yeah here we go well but, it's
1: an event when a new Spider-Man film comes out isn't it at least yeah, in my but,
0: opinion. Um yeah it was no, just that it's... whole last hour I I cannot wait for that film to come out
1: I, uh, just, I, just I, just I want to see it again I, it again.
0: <laughs> I can't wait I'm going to wait for maybe if cases go down
1: yeah I was going to suggest when I come up for Christmas that me and you go and see it on, like, Boxing Day or something. But I think it's probably best to just keep in uh, for now. Get your boosters.
0: We have have a waxed lyrical about Andrew Garfield. I think we should maybe talk about Tobey Maguire a bit more. Yeah, that's
1: fair. Yeah, I've come in hard on the Andrew Garfield hype train.
0: Although I, I did like the bit when both of those... They obviously referenced the hate towards him on Twitter and social media. Yeah. When both Peters are just like, no, no, you should like who you are. You're a great Spider-Man mm. and stuff like that. And I was just there. Like, I, I always thought he was.
2: Yeah, yeah. 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 But even even uh, when Tim McGuire goes, you're amazing. So say it. You say it. You're amazing. As, <laughs> yeah, that. And he's like, I'm <laughs> amazing. And then, and, and then he's
0: just like, I really needed
2: that.
1: And also yeah. just the joke about it being the amazing Spider-Man.
2: Yeah, like, yeah. Of course, but because 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 this film was basically written by Reddit because there's there's a <laughs> bunch of there's a bunch of memes that kind of. Put in there, you know. Uh, you got um, Harry, Something was, a scientist myself. yeah. I, I, was, I, I was like, on that I'll cover. Like, like, do you know that, do you like...
0: that that reaction image of Leonardo DiCaprio? Just,
2: yeah, yeah
1: I did kind of wish they hadn't used the power of the sun in the palm of my hand twice.
2: Twice, that yeah. Did, that yeah, did kind of twice.
1: the second time. I kind of was like, we get it. You watched Spider Man <laughs> too, like we get it. Like... But no, it was it was all good. It was all like I. I do have like stuff I didn't like about it, but it's so small in comparison to the amount of stuff that there is to love about this film. It's not even stuff that I don't like per se. It's just sort of, eh. These are like the weak links in an otherwise sort of. I think the weak link is a uh,
0: Benedict Cumberbatch.
1: Yeah, that's why he's not in a decent chunk of it. To be honest, I think. I thought I, it was good to have Doctor Strange in it. Just to get the ball rolling, um, and then they just they shove him into like a mirror dimension for about what, I just the, think he's 50 he's, minutes?
2: He's, just, he's just been so busy though like he just keeps popping up and he's he's going to be kind of quite central to the to the next phase obviously of the the is multiverse it, is
1: it phase five or are we still in phase four we're
0: still in phase four <laughs> jeez
2: yeah I feel like this is kind of like a, a bit of a gray area before they launch into the multiverse because yeah, now you can it, bring in the this TV the new, shows
1: is the multiverse the new the new overarching thing after that, yeah, yes, yeah,
2: yeah, but I'm yeah all I, for that.
1: Yeah,
0: can, so, I think, yeah, so many I f- different things you I can do with like that. If
1: they keep up this level of quality, the MCU might start to get some genuine good sort of stuff going on, and people might have to stop leaning on. And I'm guilty of this too. People might have to stop leaning on the idea that the MCU is just popcorn films. Cause I feel like they really, they really brought out all the guns for this film, and I feel like if they can keep up this level of quality, it might actually be like, you know, watch out, Scorsese. <laughs> nah, I think.
0: Um, just gonna say, like, how heartbreaking is the ending, though, when he makes everyone I know, forget right? about. I, I Although can't... I say Doctor Strange is the weakest part, one of my favourite moments yeah. was with him. When yes. he says that he starts to say they'll forget about you and then he stops himself and he just says, We'll forget about you. Yeah. Yeah. And on that bit again, I was just like, <sighs> my heart my heart can only take so much yeah. in this film.
1: I I'll tell you what, I was fucking mortified that MJ got her mind wiped. I was not prepared for a Marvel film to have that bitter of an ending.
0: Yeah. I, it was like a little bit of you know, like when Doc when Pete was like we need to make everyone forget about me, I thought the roles were going to be reversed a bit, and Doctor Strange would be like, yeah, but how about these four?
1: Yeah, I was wondering they... that. Or some fucking weird bullshit was going to come out where, like, oh, MJ does kind of remember because of something that Do- D- Doctor Strange did. But, yeah. Um, I, yeah. Think, I think... See, yeah, go on.
2: It, 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 yeah, I probably we could mention it. it. It works best that everyone did forget. Yeah. Because so, sometimes I don't like those loopholes of, oh, but MJ still knows you because <laughs> love is a great... Too. kick. <laughs> yes, exactly I mean, that. I,
1: I have other problems with the Fantastic Beasts.
0: Films. Let's not talk about that. We're so. <laughs> talking about a really good film.
1: <laughs> but, yeah. but um no, that's what I mean. It's like I think I think, like I said I, I didn't sort of elaborate on it earlier because it's just spoiler territory. But again, Spider-Man gets fucked in this film. He gets yes. railed by life. what, what I did like, going just... up, up back
0: to tom holland's like range in this film i did genuinely believe he was just gonna beat green goblin to death
1: yeah that scene yeah. was actually like i was marvel films don't make me uncomfortable but something about soft boy tom holland almost about yeah. to fucking murder willem dafoe with his me, own got, hands got me feeling right. so, uh, some kind of way and i was like no. well there was a
0: few moments in the film where he does like when he's fighting him in a like corridor yeah. And he's going full on at him and stuff like that then. And it was, yeah, yeah. And then when you think he, when the other when Andrew Garfield Peter three he says Freaker. he stop pulling he, he says he stopped pulling his punches. And I, when you think about it, I was like, Spider-Man's like superhuman. So <laughs> they're like all these people in his universe yeah, that's, that just have yeah. limbs missing and stuff like that, or he's just like punched a hole in someone.
1: That's what I mean about I think how they built on the stories <laughs> in a tasteful way. I think getting that little insight into what happened to Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man after but are we meant to believe
0: that Andrew Garfield has accidentally killed other people by accident in his universe because he's got really angry? Because imagine yeah. at the end of this, the Amazing Spider-Man Two, Amazing Spider-Man Three begins, and just Rhino's head's just gone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like I think just adding in that little bit of information about how he he became jaded is like a really good bit of character development for him because it yeah. makes sense. Um. And I think having kind of... I don't know if you picked up on this dynamic myself, but kind of having Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man there as easily the oldest one of the bunch, almost kind mm. of acting like a father version of Spider-Man. Yeah.
0: No, yeah, I thought
1: pa- that. Papa Spider-Man. Like, kind <laughs> of, sort of, you know, saying it doesn't get better if you... Any easier. Like yeah. that, you know, it's like you have to keep fighting for what's right. And well, was, you see
0: his Spider-Man actually kills someone because in, in the first film he accidentally yeah. kills the the man who yeah. killed Uncle Ben, and then he realises in the third one he got the wrong person.
1: And doesn't kill him. He doesn't kill yeah, him. Yeah, and he that's going Sandman. back
0: to Spider-Man 3. I think that's a really strong moment in otherwise quite a weak film.
1: Yeah, yeah, big time. Um, that's the thing I was going to say. I think actually it does kind of lean into my stuff that I didn't like, but all of the stuff that I didn't like has to be in this spoiler section because... So what a... did you like then? Let's hear it. So essentially, Sandman... He gets barely anything out of this film, and I love Sandman.
0: He's still a criminal when he goes back. It's like nothing will have changed for him.
1: Seeing him here is great. I love seeing Sandman here, but he doesn't do anything, and the same goes for Lizard, and somehow Lizard's CGI Uh, is worse than it was 10 years ago. Well,
0: this ties into what I was going to say earlier. There's a moment with Lizard and Sandman turning back to people. Are they the exact same shots of the original films they were in?
1: Oh, are they?
0: Because of COVID, they couldn't film... That oh, scene okay. with them. So ah. the re the rework at the end of Amazing Spider-Man One, lizard sheds his lizard skin and like Kirk Connors face yeah. appears, and it's the exact same shot, and it's the same with Flint Marco Right.
1: Oh, okay. I, didn't, I didn't know that, but like that's what I mean. There, so there were some
0: shoddy CGI in it, but I I, I just assume that's to do with COVID and stuff like that and not being able. Yeah, to... I
1: mean, you know, we've got a sort of t- <laughs> we can get.
0: There was a green screen <laughs> bit with Doctor Strange on top of the train.
1: Yeah, that looked pretty rough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it looked like he was presenting the weather forecast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's what I mean, it's like Sandman. Oh, just going
0: back to that, that bit. How good was that bit on the train?
1: That bit was good. I did, I... like
0: when he do, when he kicks we... Peter out of his body and then Peter's just like Did anyone
1: <laughs> else get a <laughs> bit of a, little Did anyone else get a bit of a hearty chuckle out of the wide shot of the train just zooming through the air in the desert? yeah that, <laughs> yeah. that... that like that floaty train. Yeah, it just really got like not before all the weird stuff started happening. It was just a train just flying it, yeah. it really got me
2: uh, there's
0: another there's like a couple of like throwaway moments that made me laugh which is when he first sees doctor strange and I was talking to a friend about this bit and he said when doctor strange lands and he just slips straight away I, yeah it just it re, we were both saying it, it made us really chuckle
1: yeah there's a lot of moments uh, which aren't like laugh out loud but they just add to the experience where something will happen and you'll just go <laughs> like you, know,
0: uh, you I, I, I like also a, like I the know. bit where like Pete is easily dispatched of, Doc Ock on that bridge, yeah. And then when Doctor Strange appears, he's just covered in blood, <laughs> <Like Yeah. laughs> from lizard who's like absolutely done him in, kind of thing.
1: But um, sorry. See, that's how good this film is. Even when I'm trying to talk about bad stuff, I get sidetracked by what I do like. Essentially, all I, all, all the problem I really had, the only problem I really had was that Sandman had some really cool characterization in Spider-Man Three. You know, kind of the whole thief with a heart of gold thing. And the Jean Valjean, which almost let's be real spider-man 3 almost started talking about how the american prison system disproportionately affects <laughs> working class and poor people and you know obviously disney isn't going to throw that in there because it's disney but like you know i think it would have been nice to maybe kind of see a bit more of that because they were kind of hinting at it in spider-man 3 and it just feels a bit like a wasted opportunity to me what?
0: What I wish would have happened is they'd introduce Miles Morales in this film.
1: Yes, I was oh, going they,
2: they, they, kind of, they, they referenced it yeah, down yeah, slightly. Yeah, that, with that ties Electro. into
1: my last bad thing I didn't like. Electro's little moment of class conscience where he kind of says that the only thing that surprised him about Spider-Man was that he wasn't a black man. And, like, it's kind of a nod to Miles Morales, but... Instead of just doing a nod, why not just do the whole nine yards and put Miles Morales in the film? Like
0: It's like what I would have what I would have done personally was do you know when Toby Maguire thinks he's dying and he goes, Am I dying? Are there actually people in the sky? Was maybe show a Miles Morales there, because yeah. you saw a Rhino you saw like a rhino character with a huge horn on his head yeah. and scorpion and stuff like that. So you know those other villains are out there. <sighs> there's there's there's,
2: there's definitely maybe, scope but... to kind of Sorry, uh, kind of kind of build upon this so you mentioned Spider Wars um, which is kind of being talked about that could be a possibility to bring back um, I was thinking Spider-Man yeah. or, or kind of do a, like Spider-Verse the, the animated uh, film they do something very similar so there's, there's definitely a lot of scope where you know uh, you've got Marvel you've, they've kind of brought Fox there's so much you can do there Yeah. so the, 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 they definitely can bring back Mars Morales and have Donald Glover finally play Mars Morales
0: um, I, I would much prefer Miles Morales. Of... <laughs> yeah, he is, isn't he? Yeah. But um, what I would have done was maybe had Miles Morales in the sky bit, or yeah. in the film with the shot of like a, a black child like watching Spider-Man swinging through mm. um, the Rockefeller Center.
1: Yeah, and that's maybe yeah.
0: can, it's like that's where you announce who's playing in. But like, he's not going to be in a film anytime soon. But you have the actor who they've chosen there then.
1: Yeah, it's just like... I just think, like, instead of just kind of acknowledging that Miles Morales exists, just stick him in the film. You know, like, it was kind of... It just felt a bit like posturing to me. It was like, yeah, we know there's a black Spider-Man out there, but we're not going to put him in this one anytime soon, because weird, isn't he?
0: <laughs> so I think the big question is where does... With well, two questions, where does this rank in your favourite MCU films? Favourite one. And, and where would this rank in your favourite Spider-Man
1: films? Uh, <clears throat> best MCU film for me, and just under Spider Verse for me. Spider Verse is my favourite one.
2: I, w- I wouldn't say it's my favourite MCU uh, film. Um, you know, it's, it's it's high up there, but I I feel like I I need like a, f- a few more weeks and a, and a second viewing just to kind of fully move it over because there are some things that are kind of were kind of not not so great in the film, uh, like uh, Doc Ock. uh the fight. The Doc Ock fight was very kind of play-by-play Marvel for me. Yeah, a
1: bit flashy um,
2: in the pan, one it. Yeah, it was kind of just a standard. That was the Marvel issue with fight. the
0: whole first hour of the film though.
2: Yeah. It was just a lot of the, little bits. The first hour of the film was the trailer. Um
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: So going uh, back to Doc so, Ock
0: though, how great was the moment where Peter cures him.
1: Yeah, that was great. And he just
0: goes, my, and he just the first thing he says is my head's quiet.
2: Yeah, that
1: yeah. got me. It was like it's so quiet, I was like, oh,
2: um uh, i probably would put it as my favorite spider-man maybe but i i don't know because I'm, I'm so fond of the original spider-man film and I'd, i don't know Still I, think, I, yeah, yeah.
0: I, i'd say the same as well it's my favorite MCU film my second favorite spider-man film because i don't think any scene in a spider-man film will be as good as when miles morales is on the Side of the building, and he has his leap of faith. If I don't know if have you seen Spider Verse, Jason? Yeah, yeah. And then he jumps off, and then it's uh, the city's coming down to him, and he's rising like into this yeah. kind of thing. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's, um...
1: yeah. Man, I got fucking goosebumps just thinking about that scene. Then,
0: and that, that's Jake <laughs> so- Johnson right? <laughs> that, that is Nick Miller from New Girl making us <laughs> <his> feel. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> No, it's, um,
2: it's just so
0: but- I, I haven't felt like this. Like the only times I've ever felt like this watching like blockbuster films is. Like I said, Force Awakens, End Game, or when I went to see Lord of the Rings as a kid. Yeah, I,
1: I agree but... with Jason though. I think part of me is wondering how much of this is genuinely because it's a good film, and how much of it is because I'm still feeling the hype a little bit. I would quite mm. like to revisit it maybe another time, maybe give it like a year and watch it again. I mean, obviously, I'm going to see it again yeah. in that time. But like, Basically, when I think, it comes with, out, on how will I feel yeah. about it in December 2022? Is what I'm wondering.
0: I think I'll benefit from it because obviously watching it in cinema is great, and i was looking. At, I got I got a new TV this year, which is huge, yeah. so I can still yeah. get a sort of like a mini version of a cinema. Of how it would feel at like the cinema, a kind of thing.
1: Speaker system now, it completely experience.
0: <laughs> but now I, I loved it. It's, it's one of the, It's one of these. I try not to watch a lot of blockbusters because, especially this year, I've this tried is to focus event more on, cinema,
1: though. Like, on
0: watching. Um, like indie films because they're not going to get as, especially with COVID, they're not yeah, going they to be seen by as many people. Yeah. So I've made quite a, a concerted effort this year to watch the not so bigger films. I've done and the seen like the the big films when they're out. Like Godzilla vs Kong was probably the the first big film out this year.
1: Ah, yeah, that was good. I did enjoy that. Yeah, and,
0: and that was great. A lot, a lot, <laughs> a lot of neon
1: in that film.
0: But yeah, it's this man film. It's just like I felt like a kid watching yeah,
1: no,
2: yeah. it. Yeah, and uh, the most kind. of Goosebump moment was when they played the original Tony the McGuire theme. Yeah.
0: theme. Yes. I loved it when they mixed all three themes because yeah. there was yeah. the Tom Holland one and then the, a, a friend of mine said that the Andrew Garfield one sounds oh. like a Band of Brothers piece of music. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, don't say that because I'll just instantly start crying so, as soon as someone mentions the Band of Brothers soundtrack.
1: That one <laughs> shot though. Where all three of the sp oh I just twatted my microphone. That one shot though where all three of the Spider Men line up in that shot. Like it's just What when they're swinging people. and they're yeah, all no, just no, in the air. No, or, they oh, all, when they all, they all land, but that was also good. But they all land and they're just all all lined up there and I'm like,
0: oh uh, right. I'll tell you so what my biggest good. pet peeve was they had the golden opportunity in this film to do the Spider-Man meme.
1: <laughs> oh, the point—the point—the in... The point. uh, point in one. To be fair, Spider Verse has done that. Maybe they didn't want to feel like they were treading on anyone's toes.
0: I, th- I, I kind of thought they were almost going to
2: do it. Yeah, maybe they sort of... maybe they they, they, they they had quite a few, quite a couple of memes in the film. They they can't kind of just completely fan service it. Yeah, it, think... was,
0: it was great. I loved I loved that like, the chemistry with all through, and they were making all the cures and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: and. Yeah. So, where do you want the Spider-Man franchise to go next? Do you think? Because I'd quite like a nice, a street-level Spider-Man.
1: Honestly, man, if it ended here and Spider-Man just appeared in I, other, I wouldn't be mad. Other, other yeah. MCU films, I would be fine with that. Like I said
0: um, at the start, this feel, this was an origin trilogy, and I feel like now we're going to have the more mature Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, honestly, I'm kind of happy they've, to they've, see wherever it goes. I think
0: they've set up a future villain here because in in the comics and the cartoon, Ned Leeds is Hobgoblin.
1: Is he? Oh, right. And do you
0: remember that bit where he says, I hope I'm not like a villain in another universe. And I, I was felt like, <laughs> like that was so I was, like, on the
1: nose. I, was like, I was like I was like
0: this is gonna that would be a really sad reveal in like the future films and those two have to fight each other.
1: Yeah. Actually speaking of villains, um just something like my partner brought up actually that I thought was quite quite interesting was like i I think this is the first Spider Man film that unambiguously refers to the villains as having like mental and physical health problems you know as opposed to just oh they're insane it's like it's because the, the whole the whole thing of like what was it like you know the goblin being like he's obviously got some sort of personality disorder it's like yeah like, you know and, and they even but, mention that and it's like I think it's interesting that they, they tie into that and actually kind of just say yeah, yeah he's got mental health problems he's not just some odd guy who decided to be evil he's got problems going on, and I think that's interesting yeah.
2: to who, uh, that layer. Would,
0: if, if we get a new Spider-Man trilogy, which I think is what's going to happen, um, what villains would you want to see in it?
1: I would like to see the Vulture make a comeback I think they should wait a while before bringing back any of the classic villains from the other films again I think the best thing they could do now is leave it for a while before deciding to bring back any of the old Spider-Men again <laughs> Because that novelty is going to yeah, wear definitely. off super quickly if they keep doing that. Mm. Um, so yeah, and, sorry, Mike and before mother... we go on, I've got I've got nine minutes left. Do we want to just try and run? Yeah, out of the we clock?
0: we can finish. We can finish in nine minutes. Yeah, yeah. But um, I like the idea of like a more grounded Spider-Man trilogy where it's mm. like street level. Because if yeah. Daredevil was in this, you can team up with Daredevil. And if you've seen Hawkeye recently have uh, they've introduced they've introduced a famous spider-man villain in that okay. it also ties in with daredevil if you can if you put two and two together i
1: mean i do know who the villain is but i won't spoil it for and anything. if, you
0: think, a, if you think of a, if you think of a particular will smith song as well <laughs> and if, uh, okay <laughs> i'm gonna say big willy style so if you that's the hint but if okay. you, I can not tell you who the
1: villain is, if you want, if you're not going to watch Hawkeye.
2: No, um, no, no, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to watch Hawkeye. It's just right, right, so, yeah. well, so there well on my list.
1: <laughs> Plus, we're only spoiling No Way Home. We're not spoiling other MCU <laughs> yeah. things that people might not have watched yet. But yeah,
0: um, no, I, I love
1: this film. Uh, I, yeah, I was going to say, I think... I'm glad that I got to see it in cinemas before, let's be yeah. honest, everything closes again in January. So, I think... Yeah. Um, I think I'm glad that I got to experience it in a room of people. It was a bit like watching The Force Awakens again, actually. In 2015, I've not felt this way for a film where I I had to kind of restrain myself from physically reacting to things as much yeah. as I did when I um, watched The Force Awakens back in 2015. So luckily, this is the end of a trilogy, whereas The Force Awakens was the start, and it only got worse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the two after the two films. It well, got actually, worse. yeah,
1: the first two in that trilogy were cracking, I thought. And then, oof. anyway, positive vibes, positive vibes. So yeah, um,
0: uh, I think we'll, we'll wrap it up there. We'll do some. We're definitely going to do some more of these. We're going to do some definitely, focus more on music ones as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, well, um, I
0: think me and Jason spoke a couple of weeks ago about because the new Matrix film's out this week. Yeah. I'd like to maybe do like a retrospective review of the first Matrix film.
2: Yeah, I just don't and know if we'll be able to watch it in the cinema. Like, and maybe,
0: yeah, and then maybe, hopefully, review the new one at the same time.
2: Yeah, if, if COVID allows me to go and uh, watch it in the cinema, would um, we
0: be able to do a top ten of the year? Or have you not seen that many films?
2: I have not seen that many films that have been released this year. I've been kind of very conservative of cinema trips.
1: You've been can... um. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very socialist Shit. of you.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was very conservative. I uh, spent the time drink, drinking wine and cheese um, <laughs> while everyone else is in lockdown. It was a secret Santa. This
1: podcast like... does not have any political leanings. I feel
0: te- no. You've said that. I feel <laughs> terrible because most of the films I've seen this year have all been at the cinema.
2: <laughs> no, that's, no, it's 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 good. It's, it's not just because I I didn't actively kind of go there because of COVID. It's just just that uh, this year's just gone pretty quick because of COVID. Uh
1: COVID stuff, reopening, vaccinations, all that kind of stuff. It's been a wild yeah, year. I've,
0: just looking at my Letterboxd, d because I, I like to put all my films in order about what I've seen this year. I've seen twenty-seven films, new films out this year. Yeah. Only twelve of them were at the cinema.
1: I mean, we could always do an episode of where it's the three of us. Ed reveals his top ten films and we just roast them for it. We us. could
0: but we could do that because <laughs> I know Jason will fucking hate what's maybe a top fifteen, because I know Jason will fucking hate what's in one of the feats.
2: Is it a Jared Leto film? We'll, we'll do uh, it in
0: Jared the... Leto is in it. Jared Leto is in it.
1: We'll do oh, it in God. the style of a court hearing, and Ed has to fight each film's case. I, 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 yeah, I'm happy doing hey, that. We do that. Ed's, next...
2: Ed's favourite film of this year is House of Gucci. Uh, <laughs> I'm I, pretty I, sure I, it is. <laughs> I, I do want to
0: watch that, but that is not the film Jared Leto's in. That's in my top 15. My favourite oh, film I, I, of I, this I year gambit.
1: is any film that Ridley Scott didn't make. Just to annoy
0: him. I, I'm just going to say, <laughs> the last year was fucking great. Is it? <laughs> I'm
1: not
0: yeah, saying. Yeah, I, I, I watched it on Disney Plus the other week. And it just felt weird watching it on Disney Plus.
1: Why, is that after he had a big whinge about fucking millennials or some shit? That, that, I,
0: just I everything. That exceptionally <laughs> ironic that he was like, they won't watch anything unless it's streamed to the phone. It's like Disney Plus are just like, we're going to
1: fucking release
0: it on <laughs> 1st of December, boys.
1: Well, all millennials do is be financially insecure and be addicted to their phones.
0: Uploading <laughs> it onto my iPod Nano to watch as Ridley Truly <laughs> Intended.
2: Right. My iPod Shuffle. There's only the screen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the audiobook version <laughs>
2: on my ca- on
0: my car sat nav.
1: <laughs> it's on like no, no, Cepir no, no. and stuff like that. Easily the smallest screen is an Apple Watch, right? That's the I would say way. so. Yeah. That's the best way to watch uh, it.
0: That's a great film. So we'll, we'll probably do that next week. Then, if you guys want to roast my favourite film this year, maybe we'll do a top ten, and I can do honourable mentions.
1: Yeah, but I yeah. can. I mean, yes. I can rev- no, in I can me reveal
0: and, what didn't make it into my top ten. Me and Ed are
1: basically the, the same person, though, so it'll probably just turn into me being like, oh, it's not a bad film, that actually," and Jason just roasting both me and Ed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: down. I'm down for that.
0: <laughs> so, in my in my top fif- well, the five out of the top ten, I've got Shang Chi.
1: Okay, I've
0: still um, not
2: seen that. I've still not, Zop, not seen that Snyder's Justice League. Oh, I Christ. did see
0: that. Sad. But I almost put that at number one just to really annoy Jason.
1: Um, that's <laughs> become a running joke between me and you now, hasn't it? When it gets to four and a half hours on a long car journey, I go, "Oh, we're, this would be long oh, enough." when we're, we we're, we're the... we're driving, and you went, <laughs> you was... went,
0: we're, we're Justice League's away, uh, and I was like, you I was like, you, "I was like, you've just made this journey feel really <laughs> it slow now." So I,
1: I did myself no favors. <laughs>
0: Um, so yeah, the other two. So Justice League, Shang Chi, Dune did not make it into my top ten.
1: That makes uh, sense. Dune was good, but it was just good in my opinion. And then
0: the Power of the Dog just missed out at number twelve, I which is great. Benedict Cumberbatch. It's on Netflix. So oh, okay. it's gonna, it, look, it looks like it's going to win all the Oscars, but it, I I liked it, just not as much as everyone else. Okay. Did. And then not as much as the Academy did. This. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry, I think the cat wants to go.
1: Alright.
0: <laughs> Give me two minutes. <laughs> and and then this sort of hurts take out of my top ten was Godzilla vs. Kong.
1: Uh it doesn't have to be a good film though. Like Godzilla well, vs. Kong's a good popcorn film.
0: I, I really enjoyed the Mortal Kombat film. And that's still not even in my that. top twenty.
2: I still haven't seen it, but, uh... Jesus, Jesus Christ. Jesus. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> but
0: yeah, then my top ten I think are pretty strong films.
1: Yeah. Right, well, that will be the next episode then.
0: Two of them have got our boy Andrew Garfield in.
2: Ooh. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah,
2: so, okay.
0: Click okay. here to find out more next week. Click where?
2: <laughs> where? On the link.
0: On the link I've put uh, on the Facebook. Click, click.
2: Listen li- listen to us via your iPod click, iPod well, shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> click, click,
1: boom. That's the name of the <gasps> next episode. Call it. Yep.
2: Right.
0: Um so we got a minute and a half left, so I think we should and things. Uh, Pull it there.
2: I need to get food. I mean, and I'm, I'm absolutely live.
1: starving. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, I do have I had Sausage and mash before this started. I'm feeling. I, I had that
0: last night, and it was the first time in years I've had it.
1: It's always way better than you remember it being, isn't it? it, being, isn't
0: it? Covered in gravy. Yeah, it's
1: nice. Like... <laughs> anyway, well, anyway. Uh, this was. it a, a pleasure. This was a lovely chat. This might it be the most,
0: Yes, this might be our longest. This done. might be our longest one.
1: I think so.
2: Yeah, I was um, I was aiming for to be a bit short because it's quite late. Yeah, I was like, I yeah, think? but when Jason was like, I
0: can only do like start at quarter past seven. I was like, yeah, we'll be done by it. Right. Yeah, yeah.
2: We
1: just had well, a lot to say. Right, Helga, exactly. needs to get out.
0: I'm gonna so go because well, the, the
2: right. cat is literally screaming. <laughs> <Right>. Speak <Speech laughs> to there, guys. Yeah, pleasure, see you in a bit. good talk. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: See you on the next one.